Hi everyone and welcome to a special episode of Govs on the Go Faculty Spotlight, a podcast featuring faculty in the College of Arts and Letters here at Austin P. State University. My name is Dr. Buzz Hoon. I'm the Dean of the College. I'm also the host of the podcast. In this episode, we have two special guests to talk with, Dr. Sharon Mabry, Professor Emerita from the Department of Music, and the new Woodward Library Director, Dr. Martina Malvesi. We have a reason for this special edition that ties everything together, at least I hope so. Dr. Mabry has written a wonderful book, The Postmaster's Daughter, and she will be at Heidel Hall in the Art and Design Building for a reading on February 21st at 5.30. Dr. Mabry, let's begin with you. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. So you taught here for uh, 52 years, and that's unbelievable. Um, I always like to talk about the backstory. What drew you to Austin P and, and have you talk a little bit about that? Well, uh, my husband and I came here in 1970 because at that time there was a choral position open at the university and uh, he came to audition for the choral position and I played for him as he auditioned. Um, there was not a voice position available at that point so I was planning to teach privately uh, in the community. Um, so he took the choral position and two months after we arrived here, unfortunately, a longtime, much beloved faculty member who was teaching voice passed away very suddenly. And so literally on a Friday night, the chairman of the music department, uh, who was Dr. Tom Cowan at that point, called and said, could you possibly take over the classes temporarily starting on Monday? And I said, sure. Uh, I had a, finished a master's degree at that point, and so uh, I came on Monday morning. I began to teach all of the classes, and um, I applied for the full-time position, and 52 years later, here I am. <laughs> what a wonderful uh, tale of how we uh, join forces together, and, I, and I'm sure over those years, I'm going to ask you a very tough question, and mm -hmm. it, it's always one that I think is of great interest to me. Do you have a single memory, a favorite thing that you recall over that time period? Well, I know that you uh, said that you were probably going to ask me that, and I racked my brain, and honestly, I have so many wonderful memories. I will just say that I have a giant memory that um, I was so fortunate to have so many incredible students mm. uh, during the years that I taught. Um, and the music department grew a lot, and that that's was a wonderful thing to happen. But to see all of those students that I taught go out and do incredible things on their own, many of them are now university professors or professional singers and have had wonderful careers. So it's kind of a giant memory of mm -hmm. all of that happening. I wouldn't want to give a specific uh, person or anything because there were so many. Yeah, what a wonderful blessing for not only for uh, you but also for the entire university to have that. I see it as, as a tree, uh, so many branches that have bloomed off of uh, their experiences with you. Um, so at the end of your time, uh, somehow you found enough time to write a book. That's amazing. So tell us about how this came about. This is a, a wonderful book that you've written. Well, thank you. Um, I didn't actually write the book at the end of my tenure here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
actually someone asked me that if I had written it since I retired in May, and the answer is certainly no. I began this book, The Postmaster's Daughter, which looks like this, um, in 1992. Really? 30 years ago. Uh, because during my tenure here at Austin P, I was a professional singer as well, and I traveled a lot uh, singing around the United States and abroad. And when I would go, I would always take a journal with me, and I kept um, notes about everything I was doing. And uh, most of that appears in the memoir that I wrote about 10 years ago called The Performing Life. Uh, but I also, uh, would write ideas for stories. And I remember in 1992, when my accompanist and I were on a tour of uh, concerts in Virginia, and we were staying at the um, uh, Martha Washington Inn in Abington, Virginia. We were going to be doing a concert at a nearby university. And I was writing the first chapter of this book. And I knew that she loved to read mysteries, and she said, oh, read that to me. Let me see what it sounds like. And so I read what I had written so far, and she said, oh, I hope you'll continue that, you know. <laughs> well, I, I did off and on, but then I put it away because I wrote other books, and I was writing other articles on music over the years. And then I eventually showed it to um, a beloved English professor here, Dr. Ed Irwin, who was a friend of mine. And he read it, and he said, you have to do something with this book. Well, that was about 15 years ago. And uh, so I did another version of it and put it back in the drawer because I was so busy. But when I knew that I uh, was going to retire this past year, I pulled it out, uh, made sure that I had things the way I wanted and um, presented it to a publisher who just shockingly said, I want to publish this book. I like it <laughs> because um, I didn't think it would happen that quickly. But it was a good time because now I have time to actually spend um, doing uh, some work on this book and talking about it and um, visiting book clubs and other kinds of things like the Woodward Library Society. A new chapter for you. That's it is, terrific. truly, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it is such a page turner. I tell you, you can't put it down. But it made me think that, first of all, you're super creative because you already had all this other wonderful talent of, of being able to sing and, and teach, and now you have this. But you are also um, a, a very careful observer of things, and you have such a great recall of that because you see that evidenced in, in this, this book. Um, is that something that you've noticed about yourself, that you have the ability to kind of observe things small things that are going on as well? Well, um, I'm not sure that I um, observed it early on. I've always enjoyed kind of people watching. Mm -hmm. And so I will always have a little notebook in my uh, purse. I have one now. Uh, so when I go to the dentist's office or the doctor's office or something, I'm waiting and I will sit there and I'll make little notes about what people are doing and what they're looking like and what they might be thinking about. and. I have lots of those notes that could go into a story or something, and that's kind of the way this writing started because um, uh, the other writings that I had were on music, and so they were nonfiction. But with fiction, you really have to have a different mindset. You know, it's not research-oriented completely. Uh, so you have to have an imagination. Mm -hmm. 
My last question about the book is, um, do you think that uh, anything of you is revealed within the book? <laughs> That's a hard question. There are some things in the book, certainly, that um, relate to where I grew up. Um, the dog in the book is actually my dog that I grew up with. Um, there are some names in the book that are actually family names. Oh. Uh, but the story and the things that the people do in the book is complete fiction. Okay. Are, are you, um, did you imagine this sort of uh, reaction from people about the book? Not really. I mean, you know, when you write a book, you never know whether they want to throw it in the trash <laughs> or whether they will actually enjoy it. Um, I've been really grateful and thrilled that people have uh, loved it. I've written, uh, had lots of notes from people or emails uh, from people who've read it, and uh, it's, it's terrific to see the response. Well, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Our other guest today is Dr. Martina Malvesi, and, and, and since you've uh, just arrived here on campus and you've been here such a short period of time, we wanted to take this opportunity to welcome you to Austin P. Um, let's talk a little bit about your background and how you came to Clarksville. Thank you very much for having me. This is an honor. Um, I have been here a month um, and it's been fantastic. Um, I've always been in love with Tennessee and have wanted to live here for a long time. Um, so I came about it, uh, the roundabout way from Ohio to Pennsylvania to North Dakota to South Carolina and then finally to Tennessee. Um, so um, I think what attracted me to Austin P was it's it's the perfect size. Like it's, it has a great number of students and majors. And um, from what I've read before I came on my interview, it was engaging a live community that it belonged to. So that's what attracted me to Austin P. And getting back into the library, because I have been uh, in the library for my entire career, except for the last two and a half years. And um, I, I missed it so much, I, I felt, um, not complete. I felt like a little bit disorganized <laughs> in my life because I wasn't involved in a library as a profession. So when the opportunity, um, when I saw the opportunity to become the director of a library, I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And it happened. So I'm thrilled. And you can tell we're people rich here at Austin P. Yes. And, and so it makes a, a big difference in, uh, what goes on within the not only the campus but also the connection to the community which I think is something I, I've been really uh, I found to be a, a great part of uh, our story as well. What kind of plans do you have for the library? What kind of things do can people um, see in, in terms of the next year or two? Um, I think we want to be more partner oriented with not only on campus but off campus as well and um, we want to remain the heart of the university um, because we basically touch every life that comes through here and so we want to make that impactful and we want to make sure that students are um, really understand what research is all about and become information literate. I think that's really what our goal is, is to make sure that they understand that every piece of information is good information. And you know, and you and I had when we met. I, mm -hmm. I shared with you that every time I go to the library, I see so many happy, engaged, studying students. Um, and how do you help 
communicate that to, to the student body, that this is a welcoming place, a place that they uh, can come and uh, enrich their educational lives. Um, I'm sure that might be one of the biggest tasks that you have in front of you. Yes. Um, I would have to give credit to the faculty and staff that are already there because mm -hmm. they make the environment so welcoming. Um, I walked around the building the very first day classes start and there were students in there that had books that were open and they were taking notes and studying and I was like, on the first day, this is awesome. <laughs> so um, I think that has that's already kind of a standard in that building and um, you know we, we make everybody feel welcome and we try to be very accommodating to every student and what they need and how they want to study um, so we have individual places to you know go and study in peace we have group study rooms and we're trying to expand on that so that students feel very comfortable being in the building and we have the equipment and the, and the and the foundation for them to really be academically successful. Well, that's terrific, and I, I just want to again thank you both for being on today's program. Um, I know that there's a, a, a tie for me, at least, that uh, certainly we have this great opportunity not only to talk a little bit about the book, but also introduce you to you. the public. And you know, uh, Dr. Malvasi, you don't have to be here 52 years to be, <laughs> um, but we certainly hope you have a long tenure <laughs> with the university. Thank you. And thanks to all our viewers and listeners out there for joining us in this special edition. We will continue to profile some of the outstanding professors we have in the College of Arts and Letters here at Austin P. State University. So until next time, stay safe, take care, and God bless. <laughs>